Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we have recorded this podcast on. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, the podcast for all things reality TV, pop culture, mum life and all things in between. We've had a break and now we're back. Welcome to another episode. Hi, Rochelle. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Did you have a nice Easter break? I did have a nice Easter break. Did you? I did. I've eaten far too much chocolate. We've got enough chocolate to last probably two months. Same. I've um, melted some down and made like slice, like a Mars bar slice and a rice bowl. Because the kids seem to eat it more than just the big bunnies. Yeah, yeah. But it's excessive. Yeah. Well, I'm doing my bit and eating it all on behalf of my children. I'm being a good one. Are they eating it still? A little bit. They're happy to go for the little ones. I'm eating the bunnies. Yeah. Yeah, mine go for the little ones. So I've sort of kept them. And they've got Freddos. So they last, they seem, you can, I don't know, they eat them for longer. So yeah. Very good. Yes. We have a lot to talk about. Again, we've got lots of topics. Obviously, we're going to start off with Vanderpump and I will throw to you in a second. I'm going to let you start with Vanderpump because I know you have very strong feelings on the matter. Uh, we've got Below Deck Sailing, which has premiered this week. Love. Um, we've still got our housewives chugging along. We've got the Ultimate Girls Trip happening in New Jersey. We had a Kardashian episode which premiered last night, which I'm going to take you through in case you haven't watched it. I'm guessing you haven't. No. Is it on? Yeah, the Courtney wedding. It was on last night. Anyway, I will will fill you in. Um, And then we've got Summer House. So, uh, yeah, lots to talk about. Over to you, Vanderpump. What's going on? <laughs> for anybody listening to this on a podcast, she's she's very stressed. Trying I to just see. need a minute you to compose minute? myself. First okay. of all, I need James Kennedy to drop the banger Sandoval's a liar because I'd walk down to the aisle to that. If I was getting married again, that's what I would be my first dance. Like, <laughs> um, I just found last episode really frustrating to watch the way that like Sheena's now at um uh, Ariana's side and she's hanging out with her and Katie and that but to see how petty she was with Raquel and the wedding and the encouragement behind getting Raquel to hook up with Tom Sandoval when even though she's not getting along with Katie I found it mean girl and horrible wasn't it and then when she when Raquel said can I walk with him down the aisle I would have said, "Oh, listen, I, I don't, I don't think it's in good taste." But she's like, "Yeah, if you want to." Oh no! Like she sounds like Kermit the Frog. She annoyed me. Um, Sheena, when she was saying, um, oh, "No," when she called Lala, she knew that Lala was with Katie, and she's like, "Oh, did you know if Tom hooked up with Raquel?" I'm like, "That." It's a bitch move. Like, you know that they're together. You might as well have knocked on the door and just told or just messaged Katie and said this is what's happened. So mm-hmm. I found that really petty. It's childish. I'd like to see her in the future if someone was treating Summer Moon that way, like her own yeah, daughter. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you see that behaviour sort of play out, and I think I would hate for someone to be treating Scarlett that way, their divorce, there's a, ha- there's, 
they're divorced, but they're still in the middle of getting divorced. It's not a mm. six-month relationship. There's a house involved. They've been together for 12 years. Mm. Found it tacky. Um, Raquel telling that Lala, saying it wasn't a good look with Lala, like not being at the wedding, either is being a whore. <laughs> that is not a good look. It is not. I love it when the truth comes out of your mouth. Like it just it hits me in the face. Like I'm just not expecting it. But you're so right. And anything that Raquel tries to communicate, just it comes across like you can see the cogs turning in her brain, like trying to put the sentence together. And I'm not meaning that in a derogatory way. I'm just, well, I am. I mean, I'm being a bit of a bitch when I say that, but she just can't formulate thoughts in a way that makes sense. No. In her beauty queen days, you know how they ask the questions? Yeah. I want to yeah. see some footage because how was she answering? Like, can you think on your feet? I don't know. Um, yeah, she just, the way she talks and then she's like, I'm just living my life. And even if I'd have not known about the Scandival stuff, seeing how she's acted throughout this, mm. I just like it. So taking that whole thing out of it, I still don't even like it. No. Um, and then when Ariana was sitting there and they were all at the spa, and they were talking about walking down the aisle and she was saying about Tom. And you could see Ariana was just completely uncomfortable with the whole thing. She's a yeah. genuinely nice person. Yeah. It just yeah. really, I didn't like it. Tom turning up to that dinner, leaving the wedding. And drunk. Like what on earth motivates you to turn up drunk at a restaurant to talk to your ex-wife? That was really poor. He has really lost the plot this season. Yeah, he's lost any sort of credibility for me. And mm. even Sheena, I wanted to be happy for her for her wedding, mm. like after her terrible wedding, and I found her behaviour. And I know she's with Ariana now and it's changed and she's photoshopping Raquel's face out of the – but just seeing her behaviour, it turned me off. Um, and it seemed boring. Like when Lala and that were out and then you saw like Sheena and that all sitting on the couch, I'm like I would have rather have been out with Lala and James and everyone. Yeah, Lala and James is still really high up in my in my books this year. I'm loving watching them. I'm loving the dynamics, the the honesty of their communication. I love how well they articulate things. One thing I'm not enjoying is James's obsession with Raquel and yeah. doing it in front of Ali. It's, it's just really poor. It's like he has to move on from that and stop being so offended by what she's doing with Schwartz. Um, you've you've broken up, guys. You're with someone else and she's with you on that trip. Really poor taste. And when Schwartz, Schwartz came to the pool and James was sitting there and he came out and he's like, oh, how are you going? Mm. I'm like, even James reacting that way in front of Ali, mm. I just think I get that he's not happy, but um. And he keeps saying, I love her more than anyone. I was never been in love before. It's like he's convincing himself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had a giggle when Sheena was like, I was so obsessed with my last wedding, everything being perfect. But this wedding, I couldn't care if I was getting married, you know, at the on Pride Day at the back alley of Sir. And I'm like, that sounds like a fabulous wedding. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. Like yeah. I would, I love that back alley at Sir. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I... 
this episode really got me fired up, just seeing their true colours, seeing how, and apparently Sandoval had already hooked up with Raquel after the Ooh. guys' night. And he slapped and her ass in this episode. This was the episode where they have it on camera. Him, He's in yeah. the background. Um, is it possible that Raquel just got her toms confused because she's dumb? <laughs> just she not Like, are we just not sure or what? Oh, I, I I don't put anything past that girl at the moment. Like, nothing makes sense. Nothing's ever made sense with what she does. Maybe she is just that dumb. I don't know. And then she seemed like she was going to hit on the guy that she's walking down the aisle with. <sighs> she's lost. She, she is lost. She's lost, but... Just seeing how, like, in the previous seasons she's been, like, this timid little just no opinion on anything. She couldn't do a speech. James had to feed her the engagement speech. And she mm. she seemed like a genuinely quite a nice girl, quite timid and shy. And now it's like she's sort of come out of her shell but in the wrong way. Yeah. She's to go back in and regroup and then come out as, like, she's just, I don't know what she's trying to be. But mm. Lala has read her this whole time. Yep. Like from the start, she's all over it. Um, Lala can be quite aggressive, but I don't know. I don't blame her. She's annoying to me. I would. I was like my text yesterday. I was getting aggressive. I don't even know these people. So <laughs> I love Thursdays because I'm always guaranteed to get a text from you about how angry you are watching Vanderpump because you always make it to watching it before I do. It's like, oh, this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> And then yesterday as well, it was announced, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but Kim is now going to the Met Gala. I'm like, oh, oh God, the universe is out to get me today. Look, it wouldn't be a normal week without a Kardashian hating text message from you to me. I have a little giggle because when I saw that news that she was going to the Met Gala, I was like, yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> Go wait to see what she's going to wear. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's it going to be this year? Just nothing and we can just imagine clothes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. I'm and she's been announced for, um, what is it, American Horror Story. She's going to be an American yeah. Horror Story. Now, I've never seen a single episode of that show because I'm terrified of anything scary, but I will commit to watching that to see whether she's any good. I'll commit to not watching it. You can fill me in <laughs> on that one. I've just, I feel like Kardashians have had their day. Um, yeah, we can talk about it when this comes up. But even Chloe teasing about like the name starts with a T. Yeah. And it's like really is the Move kid on. what 12 now? We don't like teasing it out so we can hear it in the se- series. It's like they're trying to create a storyline. Yeah. But yeah. no one cares if the name starts with a T or a K or a really like don't. just say the name. Mm. Yeah. You know what? This is a perfect segue. Let's talk about the Kardashian wedding that was well, it premiered yesterday, so you haven't seen it on Disney Plus, is it? Yes, Disney Plus. Oh, no, yeah, so this is the uh, Courtney and Travis wedding over in was it Ponte Pontesino, <laughs> Ponterino, Pontefino, Pontefino. Yeah, I somewhere think. in Italy. Let's let's go with <laughs> let's go with that instead of making up place Mountain names. Somewhere. Yeah. So, like you know me, I love to watch my Kardashian episodes three times. I've got a particular structure that I watch them in and absorb and make my notes and see how I feel about it. I won't be watching this again. 
I've watched it once. That's enough. It definitely needed to air a hell of a lot earlier. It needed to be much closer to the time. We were so saturated with content from the wedding that they really couldn't provide anything any different. What I did like was that a lot of the footage was sort of behind the scenes, like family dinners and things like that. It was nice. It was very raw. But they did their um, their interview together, sitting on the bed in black and white film. And, like, there's just too much making out. I don't need that much making out when, you t- when you're talking about your big day. And the other thing that I felt was like, you know, when you go to a friend's house or a family member's house, someone who's gotten married and they're like, oh, do you want to watch the wedding video? And you think that it's going to be like the 15-minute little package snippet of, of the big date. And it turns out that it's the two-hour extended cut. That's what I felt like when I was watching this. It was like, this has gone on too long. I don't need to see all this detail. I could have got just as much out of it if it went for 20 minutes, half an hour. It was just a drawn out wedding that I felt like I'd already seen. I mean, there were definitely nice bits to it, but it was just a bit bit long. So is Kardashians back now? Like is this a weekly thing? are back on the 25th of May on Disney Plus. Season so three. This was so this thing. was just the, I think this, the name of it was Till Death Do Us Part. Um, so it was a special, a one-off special of the wedding. They didn't do interviews with anybody other than Travis and Courtney. It was just them and it covered the three weddings. But even the way that it started, it started showing all the footage of them blind drunk in Vegas getting married the first time. One thing that was pretty funny is that, Elvis, who was marrying them, kept calling Courtney Chloe. <laughs> he had the wrong <laughs> Kardashian. <laughs> so, but look, there were definitely moments where I was like, this is cute, this is fun, so we haven't seen this before, but it was just a bit. I saw it must have been footage from it where she's in the limo vomiting, you know, because she's. Yeah, so they didn't show that in the episode. Oh, I was waiting so, to yeah, see so I saw that on Instagram. And there's something, I'm all for Courtney being happy. There's something about it that sits weird with me, like she's trying really hard to be rock. Yeah. I don't know what it is. She's yeah. never come across to me as like rock. Like, no. you know, how Megan Fox has always had that kind of thing about her where she's been a bit edgy and a bit. Mm-hmm. Courtney has just sort of been Courtney and she's sort of been Whole Foods, wholesome sort of Courtney and she's a Kardashian. Yeah. I feel like there's something about it that seems like. I don't know, I sound judgy, but she's trying really hard to yeah. be like I'm a rock and roll wife and I'm like, why do you have to be like that? Yeah. Like, live your life, be happy, each to their own, but it just seems to me like trying. Something that stood out to me in the episode was that they there was a speech, I think it was Travis, and he was thanking all of the siblings and he named all of them for, you know, accepting him into the family. I'm sure it was Travis. And they didn't mention Rob. Was Rob there? No. So he wasn't there in attendance, but he also wasn't even referenced as existing. It's like Rob has kind of just disappeared off the face of the earth. Rob knows. Rob knows that they're over and he's like, I'm out fully now. <laughs> he's going to emancipate himself from the family. Gone. Is that the word? Him and his sock line. Arthur George is out. <laughs> Um, 
I also, this week with her in the pink, I sent you a photo of her in the pink. Oh, the picture of Courtney Kardashian at Easter in the pink. It looked very Dolce and Gabbana retro with the roses, the rose pattern in the pink. I mean, she got absolutely slammed for it. I didn't think it was a good look, but it's one of those things like I was looking at the wedding last night and I was looking at all the clothes that they wore and everything was vintage 90s D&G. And now when I go to the shops, everything you see 12 months later, it's all 90s. Yeah, it is. Like what she's worn is gross, but I just can't help but think that that's coming as a trend, that whole floral thing. I used to have a floral skirt in the 90s and a floral top. Maybe that's where we're going. But, I mean, okay, that's fine, maybe where we're going, but isn't she a rock lady now? Yeah, true. Isn't that her aesthetic? Yeah. The black leather, where's the... I don't know. Like you can do 90s rock with the chokers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and you're the black right. Hair. It was a bit pretty. Yeah. It, it was, was very different from the aesthetic that she's been going for in the last couple of years. in the front. Like you could argue that it was a bit alternative, but, yeah, you're right. It's a far stretch from what she has had. Because was fully like a goth. You, you know, we had goths at school and the big yep. long trench coats. You could have the big white pants so that. It yeah. was a real goth moment happening in the 90s. So mm. if she wanted to rock with that, it's like, oh, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I thought it didn't look that great, but I was surprised by it, I think. Mm. Want to talk about Girls Trip? Let's talk about Girls Trip. So we've had another episode and then there's one tonight. So we haven't, it's Friday, so we don't, we missed this week's one, but Giselle searching for the tequila. Mm. What's going on with that? I know she's obsessed and it's pathetic. What's happening? Like it's an expensive bottle of tequila, like for me, but not for her, really. Like just no. buy, and I know they don't have tequila over there or something. We'll just drink something else. Why you know is she what so- this reeks of? This reeks of um the last season of her show, Potomac, where she was going with that ridiculous storyline about Chris. Like, she just wants a storyline. She just wants a storyline. And so a missing bottle of alcohol is her storyline and she's just clinging to it. It just feels really desperate. And she's going to get every. I think tonight they're searching everyone's rooms. Mm. And like, Pepsi's crying. I know, poor Pepsi. Pepsi is amazing. I love him. I want him to have his own spinoff show. I, know. I love him. Yeah. And when he's trying to organise a nice day and all they're doing is arguing... He's lovely. And I love the dynamic between him and Portia. Mm. They're cute. Um, yeah. Heather is annoying yep. still. Um, her and Whitney arguing is annoying. Marisol with the drinking still. It's just never ending with her and I don't want to watch her anymore. She's cute in certain scenes when her and um, Alexia. Oh Alexia are doing their Spanglish and then Giselle's getting all paranoid about it and all that. I find that funny. And those scenes are cute, but as far as the rest of it goes, she really doesn't add any value Mm -hmm. to the season. I can see why this one hasn't been sort of promoted and pushed because it's not amazing. Yeah. Um, They're ganging up on Leah and Candice. I'm glad that Candice is there for Leah, but... I don't know. It's okay. I'm still going to watch it, but I'm not. It's not something that I'm really looking forward to. No, 
it's not up the top in terms of the viewing order if you had to pick. What do you think about New Jersey? New Jersey, oh, I'm still a bit bored with it. It's the Teresa and Melissa thing that's been going on for years. I watched Melissa on Watch What Happens Live today, this morning. Um, they need to let it go. She got really um, not aggressive but defensive with uh, Auntie, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, and about someone that had auditioned to be on the show and all that sort of stuff. I don't know. I, and now, now there's a rumour about Melissa from five years ago kissing some guy in a car and it's like, why? I don't care. No. And no. we don't need something from five years ago to bring it up to try and, like, I just want to see them having fun and living their lives. I don't need, you don't, I think what's getting twisted with these women is they think that you need to find drama to have people watch. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. necessarily watching for just drama. No. If there's drama no. involved, fine, but not when it seems forced. Yes. Um, I love that Teresa called it the strippers, Channing Tamming or whatever she called him, Tamming Tamming. Or... <laughs> we could write a and, book on Teresaism. On Teresaism. Yeah, and um, Jen Fessler slept with Tony Soprano. I know. Her confessional when she said he was most definitely in me. <laughs> mouth dropped yeah I don't like we get what you mean <laughs> yeah you didn't need to go that far we we got it you slept with him yeah and she's like once. once and it's like okay we get it um I also find it weird that I don't know she's picked this guy and he he can't say whether that's true or false I know I know not I don't mind her, though. Um, the new girls, Danielle and Rachel, they're having a little bit of issues with each other. Um, and I like. I still I think Danielle's going to be good value. Yeah. I don't know if Rachel's yeah. going to be in it for the long run. No, she doesn't have that. Um, you know, she's missing that star quality. Danielle, definitely. And the coffee reading. Oh, oh my God. Where they're saying you saw the word endorsements in the in the cup. It's a, a big cup. <laughs> and then when um this week, so this week, Jennifer come clean clean and said, Yeah, I did talk to her the I day before. Worded up the psychic. And it's like, what is that? That psychic has ruined her reputation. Yeah. Now. Yep. Because you can't just be told what to say. Right. Just looking at our backgrounds, it looks like we're in the same house. I know, we're not. <laughs> Sorry for anyone listening to the podcast. We've got um, our beautiful sheer curtains. If you could see the bottom of them, you would see that there is blue texture from a rogue texture that didn't have a lid on it that ran along the floor and was just bumping up against and just adding a little bit of ink each time these beautiful white shears. <laughs> Kill my child. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on Jersey. I'm over the brother sister drama, yeah. And I just want to see them live their lives. I want to see the holiday for what like their holidays and their trips and all that sort of stuff for what they are, yeah. But yeah, I don't think we need the forced drama, we don't. What we do love is a new installment from Below Deck, and we have Below Deck Sailing Yard. Now, I didn't follow your recommendation and go back and rewatch 
a previous season, I've gone in fresh. So I've never watched sailing before. Oh my God. I wasn't even through a full episode and I was in love. I mean, to begin with, I was a bit anxious with the yacht because it moves a lot. <laughs> Part of me was thinking, I need the stability of the big boat. I didn't oh, like the movement. The and, yeah, but oh, just a great crew. I get what you mean about Gary. So thinking about last season of regular below deck with Ross, Ross is definitely a poor man's Gary. Mm. Gary is fun. He's And he hasn't even been on it yet. He's got COVID. He's not even on the episode. He's only there through snippets and through uh, FaceTime, and yet we're still getting his personality coming through. He's so. cheeky. And when he said, I don't know what's going on, I keep doing COVID tests and I'm breathing into my pillow and the COVID's coming back into me. And <laughs> Captain Glenn's like, mm, that's not how it works, Gary. But he's You're cheeky dickhead. and funny. He's endearing. Whereas Ross was not no. his job, but not endearing. Yeah. I mean, considering that they haven't gone anywhere in the boat because the engine has failed, they need to get the engine pulled apart and fixed, which is going to take a couple of weeks. The fact that they haven't even gone out on the boat and I still loved episode one, can't wait for episode two. I just think it was a great start. I can't wait to see what happens. The girls are all really beautiful. Um, Colin. Same. Colin. 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 Fixing that engine. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, you're hot under the collar. <laughs> <laughs> and saying it's going to take days. I'm like, don't worry about it, Colin. I will stay on the dock. You fix that engine, whatever you need to do. <laughs> Colin is a re- very good character and he's always had girlfriends in the past. So I think him and Daisy are going to hook up this time. Yes. Like um, but yeah, he's in it. and him and Gary and Daisy always have a fun dynamic between them. Yeah, and Glenn, I like Glenn as a captain. Yeah, he's softly spoken, but he's got good presence. Like it's, it's going to be good. And I love yep. the Aussie chef. Oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Aussie. She's from Sydney, was she? I think so. Yes. Yep. And then they actually sail. So. They put the sails up and they sail. So the whole boat, like, moves and things start flying and when you're sailing, you're just sailing. You can't. So it yeah. is entertaining from that because people are going on that boat to sail. So it's it's. I really enjoy Below Deck Sailing Lot. Yeah. And I like Daisy as the chief stew. I really like her because she yeah. is a bit of controversy because she's sort of hooked up with Gary in the past mm-hmm. and then now obviously she's going to hook up with Colin, but she doesn't seem really bitchy. No. She sort of gets away with it too, being that cheeky sort of thing. So Yeah. No, she yeah. seems like a good egg, I think. Yeah, it's going to be good. Mm. Below deck. Good. Um, summer house. Yes. What did you think? Kyle's, well, Kyle's party looked fun. It did. Um, And I loved all the outfits. Like that was good and he had the southern, what was it, the cowboy theme. Cowboy theme, yeah. Everyone was in the chaps and the hats and yep. Yeah. Um, Lindsay and Danielle have had their fight. Danielle's a lot more fun without Lindsay. Even in the seasons where they've been friends and when Lindsay's been single, seeing mm-hmm. Danielle come into her own without Lindsay, she's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Lindsay needs to go. Um, 
Lindsay and Carl. Yeah, they're just time. They, they've they've served their time. They've done yeah. their thing. No doubt they'll have a wedding special or something. Well, if Captain Lee's going to be the if like officiating the wedding, yeah, I think they will. Yeah. Um, I like the conversation between Paige and Craig where they're talking about who's moving where. Yeah. And I love that Paige is strong and doesn't want to give up. Like she's just not like I'll move. I'll yeah. come, I'll leave my family. She's like, no, I need more time. I don't want to leave my family. And I I like that about her. Yeah, yeah. It was a good, like she was just like her firmness in her view. And, like, I, I can understand that. If you were living your best life in New York and you had your business and you had your your mum there, why on earth would you want to go to somewhere like Charleston? Like, Yeah. Yeah. And I think so. for so many years we've been fed that narrative where the woman just gives up her life mm. for the man and you just move to be wherever they are. And I like that she's like, no, I don't want it. I need more time and maybe you need to move to be with me. Mm. So I like, I yeah, I like seeing that. Um, what else happened? Sam and Corey? I like them. I think I they're really a good couple. Like yeah. I, I like the two of them for reality TV, for a show like Summer House. They fit perfectly yeah. in it, whereas yeah, some of the other people who've just been there a bit too long are obviously out of place. I want to well, see Maya, more people like Corey and Sam. Yeah. Maya apparently had the week off. Mm. I wouldn't have known whether she was there or not. Last season she was quite good, but she, yeah. So Sam's made an impact and mm. I think they fit well together. I like them as a couple. Yeah, they're cute. Mm. Mm. Um, I don't think much else happened. No. I've, I've got to admit, I I enjoyed this episode probably the most. I haven't enjoyed it at all, but I liked the party. I just, I liked watching that. It looked fun. I liked that they brought Jason in as well. Jason oh, yeah. came back from Winter House. It just injected a bit of, I don't know, something else. It was missing something. Yeah. So I liked it. I didn't mind. And this what week. was with um, Carl having to go down and say to him, Lindsay's not going to talk to you. Yeah. It's like, can't Lindsay just say that to her, say that herself? Yeah. And let's not forget that the way that she behaved made Jason feel a certain way and she had to apologise to him in Winterhouse. So this is in relation to them miscarrying. And, yeah, it just seems like that was all forced and not genuine because she's still continuing on this. I'm not talking to him. I was like, he doesn't want to. Probably doesn't want to talk to you. No, he was fine with it. Like he was like, yeah. okay, no. But couldn't she just come down and say, "Oh, listen, I'm not overly comfortable with what's happened between us." Like, have a conversation. You don't need Carl to go in. No, there's all this weird codependent thing going on. The two of them. Yeah, mm. I don't like. It. Anyway, but anyway, that's it. That's it. That's our shows. Um, nothing else to cover. Um, yeah, it's been good talking to you again. It's been good. Um, um, go and watch the Kardashian thing now. Yeah, go watch it. You'll get bored. You will. <laughs> but report back. I expect a text message at some stupid hour of you yeah. telling me how much you hate it. I, I'm just <laughs> used to that. I need to put like a block on my phone that scans for offensive words about the Kardashians. Me. <laughs> I will love them until the day I die. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to rate us on your podcast apps. We love your feedback as well. Hit us up in the DMs. We obviously love to chat about this stuff. So come find us over on Instagram and we'll talk to you guys next week. Yes. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.